Hello, this is attorney Anthony Benitez with the Mark Lopez Law Firm. Hey, and this is attorney Matthew Crow's Mark Lopez Law Firm. And I want to take a quick second to congratulate Mr. Benitez on his recent appointment to the Federal Development Panel for the Federal District Court. Now, I know what that means. I was appointed last year and then recently promoted to the actual panel this year. But why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your, your newest position um, with the uh, federal courts? Yeah, well, thank you very much, Attorney Crows. Um, essentially, um, uh, I applied and they take applications. The, the federal public defenders and also some of the judges uh, look at the applications and they pick uh, attorneys essentially to, um, to help and to mentor and to take conflict cases at the criminal level. Um, and uh, that's for about a year, two years, take cases, sit second chair, have somebody there to mentor you and also help you um, be successful and, and, and teach you anything or any questions or any, anything that you need help with. Um, so it's exciting. Um, I already have a case and it's exciting and it's great to be in federal court. It's a lot different than state court. And we're gonna talk about some of those differences. Now, when you say federal court's different than state court, is federal court just taking cases? How, how, how does it work? Like, how, how is it that a federal case actually comes into existence? Yeah, so what it looks like is essentially, usually most people get arrested the same way. Um, and what you see is the U.S. attorneys uh, decide, uh, they look at cases um, at the state level, and they essentially pick and choose which cases they want. Um, and at the federal level, um, most of the cases are pled out. And the reason is not because the attorneys fight less. It's not because of that. It's because usually the U.S. attorneys take the cases that are the easiest for them, that are also slam dunks. Um, and so they pick and choose the great cases. So essentially, um, they're going to take cases that are 99.9% .9 easy for them to find a conviction um, and then leave the, the other ones that they seem to be um, hard or tough to the state prosecutors. Um, in addition, because of the crime in Indianapolis, we see more and more gun and drug cases going federally. And the only way you're really getting into federal court is you got you, you got to surpass the actual federal jurisdiction. In other words, you're kind of looking at two different things. One, the easiest way, I mean, obviously, if it's between two states, you're going to have that. It's going to automatically go into the federal okay. court. But it's the, the crime itself has to either happen on federal land or the crime has to involve or affect interstate compact. Now, or interstate commerce, I'm sorry, interstate commerce. What that means is, for example, with your drug, or with your guns and drugs, we use guns, for example. Let's say you want to go out, you want to buy a new Remington handgun. Well, the Remington manufacturing company isn't based in Indiana. So that gun is not manufactured in this state. It's manufactured in another state, and then it's shipped from that state to Indiana, or, or that state to Ohio to Indiana, it ultimately ends up here. Um, whether it's through FFL dealings or whatever. So that's got that, that, that's got that effect on inter interstate commerce. In other words, you're buying something that was manufactured in a different state, which allows the federal government to pick up that case. Um, but once you're in federal court, it's a really, really big deal. It's not like state court. Am I right, Mr. Benitez? It's not, you know, sentencing in federal courts, for example, are very, very different. How are they different than state courts? Yeah, and we actually, we, we just recently had a, a case together, we did a sentencing, and it's completely different than the state court. And set, in state court, there's mitigators, um, there's aggravators, and you argue those to the judge, and you have witnesses. Um, at the federal level, it's a little bit different. Um, there's, there's, uh, there's a chart 
that's called sentencing guidelines that depends on the offense level and your criminal history. Um, and then you go, you go down the whatever it meets. Um, and then this chart is there's a recommendation and all the recommendations are by months. So you're looking at months and usually, usually for the most part, the judge judges will sentence somebody within those guidelines. Um, there's instances though, um, rarely, where they'll go outside those uh, guidelines, but usually it's there. At the federal level, uh, the guidelines are a lot more um, more flexible. And am, am I right? Federal court, in very rare, rare, rare instances, in the case that you and I did, happened to be one of those cases where the, it was a client's first really major criminal criminal charge. He was charged here before, um, so his criminal history level was really low. The point level on the charge was really low. But you're more likely to do prison in, in the federal court system than you are in, in, in many other systems. In other words, you get a gun charge that goes federal, the odds are you're going to go to federal prison. It's just for a matter of how much time. And a good attorney will be able to limit that amount of time, at least within the guideline range, and then find perhaps other ways or other reasons as to why perhaps an under guideline sentence is appropriate. In the state court, a very similar charge the judge has a very broad discretion of what they can do. Am I saying in state court, if you get convicted of a felony gun charge, you're not going to go to prison? Absolutely not. That is not the case. And, and odds are you're probably going to go to prison for a little bit of time. Um, but the judge has discretion because in state court, you have suspendable sentences. So the judge could say, hey, we're going to give you a little bit of, you know, hey, executed time, but that executed time we need on home detention or maybe a work release, or maybe a step-down program, give them a little bit of jail, a little bit of work release, home detention, and then some time on probation. Whereas in the federal court, that's not an option. The federal court, you're really looking at the, you know, the Federal Bureau of Prisons, and then you can have a probationary period in federal probation after that. So it's very, very different than state court. So if you get charged with a federal case, it's very, very important that you call attorneys who have the experience in federal court, give us a call. We're happy to talk to you. 317-632-3642. Remember, always, always be the fifth. fifth.